Looking for a new 1500 Silverado? Shop Beatty Chevrolet and get 2.9% APR for 72 months on a new 1500 Silverado. Yes, 2.9% for 72 months. Or, if you want a new car and a Chevy Malibu fits your lifestyle, check out Beatty Chevrolet's Malibus under $25,000 till the end of the month. And as always, buy with confidence with the Beatty Warranty for Life. Beatty Chevrolet on Parkside Drive, online at BeattyChevrolet.com. Beatty Chevrolet, locally owned and operated for over 90 years. Hour number three of Josh and Twain is here. Thank you for being with us wherever you are listening. However you are listening, you can search Josh and Swain anywhere you listen to podcasts. If that's how you're checking out the show today, thank you for listening however you are. You can call up Frazier's where we are, and they will come to you. 546-4850 is the phone number. It is a great time, perfect time with spring right around the corner to call Frazier's. Take advantage of free in-home estimates. You can uh, They can come to you. You can shop from your home. Frazier's will come to you first and make it easy for you. It's everything for the floor from the store you trust more. It's Frazier's. My family's trusted Frazier's. A lot of people have trusted Frazier's now for 70 years. It's the big Wham Dougal sale. Call Frazier's. Everything in stock is on sale right now. Call 546-4850. Tennessee also right now record-wise in the SEC, a game behind Kentucky and tied with Auburn for the fourth spot in the SEC standings. Bama's 14-1, A&M 13-2, Kentucky 10-5, and and then Tennessee and Auburn both 9-6. Final game of the season, it's probably going to matter here, uh, at Auburn for Tennessee. So you're trying to get that double double bye, avoid playing on Wednesday and Thursday to open up play on Friday. So that is that is one thing that's on the line. While you can't win the regular season SEC title, they're going to go to the SEC tournament, I assume, trying to win it. Well, Trying to win starting on Friday is a lot easier than on Thursday. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Looking at Tennessee, South Carolina matchup on ESPN, 99% matchup predictor. For, is that what the number is? 99%. Okay. Uh, ESPN predictor giving South Carolina a 1% chance to to win. But, man, that game against Auburn at the end of the season. Ken Palm says 97% for the record. Oh, yeah, well. And you just never know. You never know, man. College basketball is weird. The fact that Carolina was able to take Alabama into overtime mm-hmm. is, you know, a surprise in itself. I know Alabama's had a lot of drama around their program, and there was a chance they would be um, not the same Bama team. But I didn't expect them to take them to overtime and actually have a chance to, to win. But the Auburn game, that's going to be that's going to be it, Josh. That place will be absolutely uh, bananas. Auburn's one of the toughest places to play. It's a small gym, but those fans are right there on you, and it's f- filled with students, um, both sides uh, of the court, right there behind the bench and right there on the on the court. So you can't allow Auburn to go on runs and uh, let their their crowd feed uh, the basketball team. That game at home against Arkansas, they got Nick Smith back, who is one of the best freshmen um, in the country that was hurt for most of the season. If he was healthy, he would be in the same probably conversation as uh, Brandon Miller. He's one of the best freshmen in, in the country. But Arkansas is getting healthy at the right time, and uh, that's going to be that's going to be a tough matchup. So um, Carolina's not good. 
and you should handle business there. But, man, after that, it gets difficult quick, and it is for an opportunity to have a double bye in the SEC tournament, and that's going to be extremely important. Uh, you want to have that second or third seed so you can avoid Alabama as long as possible and potentially play them in the title game on, on Sunday, but you definitely don't want to get the fifth seed. You want to get the, the one of the top four seeds for sure. Yep. So uh, something else that's on the line with three games to go in the regular season. Swain, uh, Yo. y- you might have seen Daniel Jeremiah with his updated mock draft. He'll have another one before we get to the draft. But at NFL.com, he has two vols in the first round. He has Darnell Wright going number 17 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So his stock continues to climb. And then I think we've seen this before, but Jalen Hyatt, number 25, to the New York Giants. So two vols in the first round. Darnell Wright, number 17, to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Jalen Hyatt, number 25, to the New York Giants. Can I share a story with you? Please. So 2014 draft, this is when, uh, this is after the first year of Butch Jones. And uh, Don Mahoney had that group uh, after they had Sam Pittman, right? And I remember being at the pro day, and Jawan James was unbelievable. I've never seen an offensive lineman dominate pro day the way Jawan James dominated pro day. And I was standing on the field. And Mike Tomlin was there. And this is when somehow, some way, Butch got Mike Tomlin to give that ringing endorsement about how I would want my son to play for Butch Jones. Remember that? Anyways. A lot of people were fired up at the time. Oh, my gosh. I wonder how much it took to pay for that one. But anyways, <laughs> so I remember Mike Tomlin being there, and I was standing on the field, and I remember – uh, Mike Tomlin saying something to one of the Tennessee players that was returning next year. And he said something like, I'm coming back to get you. And it might have been Tiny Richardson or someone like that. But my point is, Mike Tomlin always liked Tennessee players. He's always liked them. He's been here in person at Pro Days. You've seen what Cam Sutton has been able to do. You've seen how Josh Dobbs was respected up there as a pro. Mike Tomlin likes Tennessee Volunteers, so I would not be surprised one bit if we see Darnell Wright drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he, he might ask Ramon Foster, what do you think about this guy? I was guy? about to say, you yeah. can't forget about Ramon Foster and what type of leader Ramon was and player he was up there. I and mean, Ramon still has a lot of cachet uh, in Pittsburgh and with Mike Tomlin. So I would not be surprised one bit if Darnell Wright is a Pittsburgh Steeler, and that would be an absolutely great fit for him considering he's from West Virginia. Yeah, Darnell, is, he just has to be so attractive to NFL teams because of the way that he performed, the way that he's uh, improved. But you go back to his recruitment. He was a five-star because of his size and the way that he moves, he's right? He's a freak. He's 6'5", 340. He's a freak. Yep. He can move. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. 
The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't like in a company, and I don't know like how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah, and like Jay Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah, yeah. To that, remind me not to quote any hip hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said, I'm like, yeah, it's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. And Ben got long arms, and then you watch that Alabama game. It makes you want to draft him first overall. Like he dominated the number one player in the country for sixty minutes. Got a mean streak to him too. Absolutely, absolutely. So you look at what he did in a system that required him to run a snap three times every minute. Imagine what he can do running a snap one snap per minute or something like that. I mean, he's going to be even better once he, you know, gets acclimated to the NFL game and the speed. But from a physical standpoint, like, he belongs. Uh, he he's, he's – I'm more excited about where he lands than really anybody else uh, outside Hendon Hooker. You like the fit with the Giants? If Jalen were to land there, that's the other vol in the first round, Jalen Hyatt no, to the Giants. No, I like that fit. Too cold. I saw how Jalen Hyatt <laughs> – was shivering um, played against played against at South Carolina. I mean, I know there was a lot of yeah, emotional factors there, but uh, I don't like Jalen Hyatt having to wear like a long sleeves and the 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 the, the headgear uh-huh. that the, the speed skaters wear in the Olympics. Yeah, the ice skaters. I don't, I don't like I don't like to see Jalen Hyatt have to wear that. I want Jalen Hyatt to be comfortable <laughs> in warm place. I don't think I like Jalen Hyatt having to play in New York, man. I don't know how. He's going to bowl, man. He ain't got a lot of meat on his bones. He get cold too easy. Okay. Where's he going to go? I don't know, man. I don't like that fit for him, though. I mean, Jags, I do. I, I Jags do. don't need a receiver. Dolphins don't. I'm trying to send him to Florida. I mean, I, I, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Hyatt. If yeah. he's picked in that spot. Yeah, there will. He's Dude, that's New York. Yep. First round receiver. There's going to be a lot of pressure on him, man. A lot. And I remember. My guy Steve Smith, who was a second round pick by by the Giants. And and it's just it's just different. You can't you you, you can't be flashy up there. And and Jalen, man, he was always clean on that ball walk. You saw him uh when he did his interview. Rocking the Louis Vuitton. Man, he was clean. Like you mm-hmm. you can't just walk around New York like that. Someone was always watching and Steve Smith, you know, got jacked. And so I just I just worry about that with any any player that's kind of flamboyant and stuff like that. You got to be careful. New York's different, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it is different. So I, I like Jalen Hyatt to be you know, in, in a different place where there's maybe another receiver already in place. Uh, so he doesn't have that much pressure on him. And that city, that lifestyle, man, it, it can it can gobble you, gobble you up. And the media, they'll be harsh if you don't come in and, and be the number one receiver day one. So I, I don't like that fit. I don't like that fit. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll find a better spot for Jalen Hyatt uh, coming up soon. We'll come back here on Josh and Swain, uh, a chance to help uh, local organization. We'll tell you about that when we come back. We're here for another 45 minutes at Frazier's Carpet One this afternoon. Call them. Schedule a free in-home estimate, 546-4850, as we continue on Josh and Swain on 99.1, the sports animal.
This is Josh and Swain. Thank you for being with us. We have 45 minutes remaining, and then Sports Talk will take over at 3 o'clock on this beautiful Thursday afternoon. We continue at Frazier's Carpet One. Call up Frazier's. They can come to you with a free in-home estimate as everything in stock is on sale. You need flooring. You need to call Frazier's at 546-4850. Speaking of a need, the uh, spring season is pretty much here. We are uh, pleased to welcome to the show Eddie Turpin with the Knoxville TSSAA Umpires Association. Eddie, thanks for taking a few minutes to join us on the show. How are you today? Thank you for having me. Uh, tell us about the need that you have and uh, the opportunity that is there. You're serving uh, a wide area here, but uh, the need yes. for umpires with both baseball and softball. Yes, we have um, we have 25 baseball schools and 25 softball schools that we service, and I've got uh, 93 umpires, and I'm really short on certain days, and we're looking for anybody that's you know, able to uh, want to earn some extra money. Um, these guys make anywhere from seventy-five to ninety dollars a game, and the usually games are two, two and a half hours. Just depend on the softball games are a little shorter; they're a little quicker. But the baseball games <clears throat> can run a little longer. But you know, those guys um, that work for me, uh, they do a good job. But we're we've got a lot of guys that. You know, gotten older and gotten out, and we don't have a lot of uh, young participants anymore. So I'm reaching out for any you know college students that want to make some extra money, um, anybody that's you know that's retired and able to get around and get get around the baseball field, and enjoy the game, and uh, we're just looking for umpires. From a personality standpoint, what? What are you looking for, and the umpire being able to you know, be in that atmosphere? You're obviously, going to get some um, some commentary from the, from the crowd. <laughs> you're, gonna, uh, you're going to be under a microscope there. Uh, what, what type of personality traits are you looking for? Well, we we try to teach our guys, you know, to play on deaf ears in one ear and out the other. You know, just concentrate on doing your job. Don't listen to the fans because. Uh, Sometimes they don't they don't know the rules or the or the mechanics of umpiring, and um, but we tried to teach her. We had a clinic this past Sunday. I had I've got ten new umpires that that signed up this year, and uh, Farragut High School had a scrimmage, and we we rolled them out there and showed them what to do, and we instructed uh, took us about four hours, and we had a good time, and. Um, Saw some pretty good baseball, and it was a beautiful day. Eddie Turpin is with us talking about uh, the need for umpires to help with both high school baseball and softball. Uh, and correct me if I have any of the, the information wrong, but you have a lot of games to cover, 1,700 games to schedule umpires yep. for in, in wide areas. So public and private schools in Knoxville, but also Campbell County, Anderson County, so Oak Ridge, Clinton, uh, Lenore City, Sevier County, Seymour, Northview. So a uh, wide range of area and a lot of games to be covered. Is that right? Yes, sir. Uh, and I've got – I'm working on schedules now. They start <clears throat> They start playing March the 13th. Um, and a lot of schools are on spring break that week. That's Knox County's spring break week. And uh, I don't have a lot of games that week. But starting March the 20th, I'll be having anywhere from 40 to 50 games a day. 
and with 93 umpires, I'm I'm a little short. So, so I've got. Yeah, so a lot of games to cover and uh, a chance to make some extra money. Uh, Eddie, what else do people need to know in terms of qualifications? And then what do they need to do if they're interested, either uh, calling or or going online? What do people need to know if they are interested in umpiring some high school baseball and softball? If they're interested, they can can contact me. Uh, My number is 865-659-1629. or if they're interested, they can just register with the TSAA at www.tsaa.org. Click on the contest officials and uh, officials registration and just follow the prompts. And um, you want to join the Knoxville Association, they'll ask you that question. And once they do that, um, you got to pass a background check. And the fee is seventy dollars to register with the state. Then, of course, you have to get uniforms and equipment to umpire. It's a it's an expense to start out, but once you you know start working games, you make that money back really really quick. So TSSAA.org is the website to go online to register. Yes. You can also call Eddie eight six five six five nine sixteen twenty nine. Six five nine sixteen twenty nine for Eddie Turpin with the Knoxville TSSAA Umpires Association. Uh, Eddie, anything else to let people know before we let you go? Uh, I've got two former balls, uh, VFLs that work for me. Uh, David Mitchell was a baseball player back in the seventies, still umpiring with us, and Corey Larkins, uh, former football player. So. Uh, that's former teammate right there, isn't it, Corey Larkins. You got to tell me next game Corey's working so I can go there and go, come on, Blue. <laughs> come, on, come on, Blue. Yeah, be, 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 be good to the umps, but Swain's not going to when he goes to a Corey no, Larkins I gotta game. No, I got to do a Corey Larkins game. You got to hook me up with that schedule. I got to go give Corey Larkins some, some crap. Come on, Blue. <laughs> Corey does a good job. And as a matter of fact, his, his stepson is umpiring with us and um, – but uh, we need we need some more we need some more umpires, I mean, and that's you know I was on with Jim, uh, John and Jimmy in their time slot you know a couple of weeks ago, and I thought I'd reach out and get on a different time slot, get a different different audience to see if we could recruit some umpires. Let's uh, let's get it done. Let's give back to the community, and you can make some money at the same time. So I'll give you the number again. Eight six five six five nine one six two nine and the website easy to remember org for the chance to umpire uh, public and private school high school baseball and softball. Eddie, I uh, hope everything works out great in uh, getting people on board. Thanks for taking some time to join us here today to tell everybody. Hey, thanks for having me, and I, I appreciate what y'all do. Thanks, Eddie. Eddie Turpin joining us here on Josh and Swain. The number again six five nine. 1629 yeah i think it's important man uh, the money is good for sure but if you have a love for the game and love for young people man i think this would be a perfect opportunity for you uh, a lot of people grew up playing baseball but didn't extend their careers and this is a way that you can be involved with the game some people decide to cover sports and be a journalist or do radio and others are umpires and officials because they have a love for the game so Man, if you have a love for the game of baseball and a, uh, a love of young people, this is a perfect opportunity for you.
I like Corey Larkins when he was at Tennessee. He kind of he did a bunch of things, right? Running back, corner, yeah. kickoff return. He's yeah. all over the place. One of the most underrated athletes ever. One yeah. of the funniest dudes ever, and uh, the pride of Opelika, Alabama. Yeah. I would stand up for those guys, huh? Anybody who leaves Alabama to come to Tennessee, I'm going to stand up for. Yeah. Should be celebrated, they if should anything. Be, they should be. They should be. They deserve an extra scholarship check. <laughs> uh, they deserve you know, extra uh, praises for sure. And Corey Lockins is one of those guys, man. He's one of my favorite teammates, man. Yeah. Uh, and good, and good for him. That's that's cool, too. He's a guy that came from a different area. Now here he is giving, yeah. giving back to the area. It's a lot of people, man, that went to Tennessee who are from a different state, but they have made Knoxville their home. And think, I think about Jabbar Davis, who we had on yesterday, and the yeah. impact he's making in the community. And Corey Lawkins is, is also making an impact in the, community, in the community just in a different way. So there's a lot of players outside of Tennessee that play here, whether it's football, basketball, uh, whatever, baseball, and they make Knoxville their home. Yep. Uh, Jabari was on the show yesterday. If you want to go back and check out our conversation with him, we talked a little Tennessee football and also what's going on with Tennessee, uh, Legends of Tennessee, which has sold out the Sips and Cigars event that's coming up tomorrow. So that's great to see as they continue to give back to the community. We'll come back here on Josh and Swain. 30 minutes to go here. You can be a part of the show calling or texting in 865-656-9900 with today's show at Frazier's Carpet One. We continue on 99.1, the sports animal. This is Josh and Swain. Thank you for being with us. We continue on 99.1, the sports animal. Swain, how about that uh, carpet piece right there? Got the orange block with the power T locked in. They can take care of you. You want to get some, some vol decoration in the man cave, bonus room, whatever setup you might have, Frazier's take care of you. I find it funny because, you know, we did a couple of shows here before those pieces were installed. And I was thinking, well, I mean, installing them for football season, and uh, you know, you, you take them out after eleven and two successful season. But no, man, this is Tennessee, where we are everything school, and you're having success outside of just Tennessee football. So you got to keep them in. Basketball is a national title contender, uh, despite how they've been playing recently. They're still a contender with the six best odds to win it, according to Caesar. You look at baseball, they're title contender so you might as well just keep those things in here keep those Tennessee tiles in here because we are everything school and you always chase the championship around here I like it right here you can find Frazier's Carpet One on Western Avenue or you can have them come to you they can help you out with whatever you might need carpet luxury vinyl plank you can find uh, in stock float and lock LVP starting as low as $1.79 a square foot. They'll give you all the information. They'll help you with selection, value, quality installation, and a lifetime installation guarantee. That's what you get when you call Frazier's 546-4850. We'll hand out today's attaboy here in this segment. Does Tony Vitello owe uh, Alabama A&M any kind of apology? 23-1 to yesterday? No. 10 to nothing the day before, so mercy ruled the last couple of they days. They knew what they signed up for. I mean, they, they know Tennessee, how Tennessee gets down with those bats. And, um, and we have a, a hitter's park. We came off a probably disappointing weekend in terms of the win-loss record. They knew what was about to happen. Do you think that was for you? Alabama A&M is in Huntsville, correct? And you, you never got an official offer from Alabama A&M? Did Tennessee say, that's for not offering 
VFL Jason Swain. Technically, it's in normal Alabama. Okay. The town right beside Huntsville. But I think Tony was, you know, letting them know they should have offered me out of uh, high school. They Probably. Never, they never even called. Yep. I don't think they knew. I don't think they, they feel like they had a chance. They were going to waste their time anyways. Um, but I like what Tony Vitello and company did. Uh, you got to handle business. I don't like playing inferior teams and playing down to them, especially if you're getting a check from them or you're giving a check to them. You got you to gotta do what you need to do. And um, send them home with some bumps and bruises to go with that check? You dang right. Okay. You dang right. Get your money's <laughs> worth, man. Get That's your it. money's worth. That's it. Uh, Dayton coming to town this weekend, so a three-game set for Tennessee baseball tomorrow. It's a 4.30 start, 2 o'clock on Saturday, 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Uh, Kentucky keeps winning in basketball, 82-74 to at Florida last night. Oscar Shibway, 25 points for Kentucky. He's better than 90% from the field yet, 12-13 from the field in that win. I mean, this is what Kentucky, they, this is what they've been doing the last couple of years. They've hit some bumps in the road during the season. They've played down to the standard or the expectations based on the talent that they have brought in. And then they find a way to, to play better midway during the season towards the end. And they still disappoint in the tournament. So hopefully they do the same thing this year. But you got to give credit to those players for circling the wagons and playing with pride. And then Vanderbilt has been hot recently, but not last night. LSU won at home only the second conference win for the Tigers now 2-13. and 13. Vanderbilt drops to 8-7 and seven in, in SEC play. So that's impressive what they've done, but that's a, yeah, that's that's a, bad, a bad loss. loss. That's a bad loss for Jerry Stackhouse, man. Yep. Uh, LSU team is absolutely terrible. The only team that's worse in the SEC has been South Carolina. So you, you went on a winning streak. You beat Tennessee. You beat some other teams. And uh, I, I thought Vanderbilt was going to win that game. But they found a way to lose. And I watched uh, a little bit of it towards the end. And uh, that was an opportunity for Vanderbilt to put themselves in a better position for a better seating in the SEC tournament. And they uh, – they PP'd it away. Yep. Uh, and then Auburn got the win at home. A close one, but a 78-74 win over Ole Miss. Auburn and Tennessee tied in the SEC at 9-6. and six. We continue here on Josh and Swain. Our number is 865-656-9900. As right now, we hand out today's attaboy. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. boy. Presented by Native Design and Hardscape. NativeTN.com. Attaboys and Girls handed out every day on Josh and Swain. Today, we hand out our Girls plural, to the U.S. Women's National Team, beating Brazil 2-1 to win, two to one last night to clinch their fourth straight She Believes Cup title and sixth overall. And Mallory Swanson scored again her sixth straight game with the goal. So as we continue to talk about the growth that the U.S. men's national team is looking for, and that is a program, I think, that is growing. There are going to be some ups and downs along the way. The U.S. US women's national team has been the standard across the world. 100%, man. They've been kicking butt and taking names uh, for sure. They continue to do that. And with their fourth straight She Believes Cup, so add a girls to the U.S. women's soccer team. I got to add a boy. Okay. I'm going to get one to Charlie Taylor. Yes, it was against Alabama A&M, but, man, he had a career day at the plate. He was four for five, three-run score, a triple, two home runs, and five RBIs. How about those numbers? Man, here's a guy that was waiting his turn to, to, to be in the starting rotation. He goes out there the first first tournament, 
uh, didn't hit the ball so 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 great so well, and found being replaced and came back here in Knoxville and man hit the ball with confidence and man did a really good job of connecting with the with the baseball hitting two home runs uh, in, in one day. So you know, had a boy for bouncing back. Charlie Taylor, he's a fan favorite, man. So I always like to see the fan favorites go out there and perform well. No doubt. Tennessee's Charlie Taylor, the U.S. women's national team, attaboys and attagirls handed out today and every day thanks to Native Design and Hardscape. We're talking about Knoxville's premier landscaping and hardscape designer. They can help you with your home or your business outdoor space. Turn those dreams into reality. Check them out online, nativetn.com for Native Design and Hardscape. I think you just find a little pride anytime damage is done to any school from the state of Alabama. Mm. <laughs> well, tell me if I'm wrong. Well, it just depends. I mean, stuff to go, the stuff that's going on in Alabama was uh, a whole another topic. Uh, but yeah, most cases, absolutely, it don't matter. To be yeah, to what, be clear, I'm talking on the yeah, field, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, court yeah, damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I know, and that's I, that's why I want to make sure to clarify. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, but. Most cases, Josh Wall, you're absolutely right, man. And that's a school I pass by every time I go home. Uh, my childhood home in Huntsville, I pass Alabama a and But, man, I went to some summer camps there a time or two, but sure. no real connection to Alabama a and Got a cousin that graduated there. But other than that, I don't care about them losing Tennessee. Beat them down. <laughs> Beat them down. Hey, have you seen the – the beef that's going on with some some old timers, and then AJ or JJ Reddick's kind of an old timer now, but uh, he's he's just recently retired. But he's talked about the game that was, and really, he's I think trying to defend the way the game is played, and a lot of guys he's played with or against. And there's been this weird dynamic the last ten years or so of older generations going at players today. But uh, Dominique Wilkins. Ooh. He had some strong words on SiriusXM for J.J. Redick, who was critical of past era, and there was a whole Larry Bird conversation. And I do think there's something to it of the three-point shot is just a bigger part of the game today. Larry Bird is, of course, an all-time great player, all-time great shooter, but uh, J.J. has talked about the physicality of today's game, and uh, Dominique was not happy saying uh, J.J. Redick don't know what the hell he's talking about. I'm very disappointed that he said something so stupid. He said stupid a couple times. He did. I, I, I saw. I watched the clip. The clip as well as heard it. And mm-hmm. I mean, I appreciate J.J. standing up for LeBron because, I mean, J.J.'s done a really good job of laying out why LeBron should be considered the GOAT. I mean, he laid out some pretty strong arguments, and he has taken up for LeBron in a lot of ways. and taking up for this generation of basketball. I appreciate that. But you don't have to knock on the older generation to to shed light on the accomplishments of this generation. And the fact of the matter is it was more physical then. Like, it it was more physical. I mean, guys were taking a beat and going to the the paint. I mean, Jordan's getting knocked out of the air. You just just don't see that that much. I mean, guys get out of the way. I mean, the the all-star game is – Prime example. I mean, it was more competitive in the All-Star game than it is now. Uh, I think the skill level is better now. I mean, mm-hmm. you got guys who are seven foot that can handle the ball, shoot from the outside. So there's better athletes now. There's more skilled players now. Yeah, the, but the, the game was physical depth of then. talent and athleticism yeah, yeah, is much greater yeah, now. But this, if you had, if you could mix mm-hmm. the toughness and the physicality uh, of the game and, and and the rivalries of the game, and guys ain't taking pictures and. 
smooching after the game and doing <laughs> jersey trades after the game. If you can mix that with the skill level of today's NBA, I think you wouldn't have as as many ratings um, being effective in a negative way that you have. Adam Silver has an issue that he has to address, man. The, the ratings are not good right now. And so I think if you had a mixture of the toughness and the physicality and the pride and uh, some of those robberies along with the the um, skill level of today's players, man, it would be fun to watch. Uh, also, context to some of this controversy. So a lot of this came from co- a conversation on ESPN where Reddick is an analyst and Chris Mad Dog Russo, who is very old school in his commentary, Mike and the Mad Dog, mm-hmm. uh, of course, for many years on the radio. And Russo's argument against what Reddick was saying about past generation is you didn't watch it live. You've only seen the replay of it. So his so he was saying Reddick's opinion doesn't count because he was watching the replays. Like, watching on YouTube doesn't count. And Reddick's point was, well, I still watched it. I just just because I wasn't alive then, but I've seen it since. So then things got kind of, in my opinion, personal in the age department, and that's where some of this has come from as well. Yeah, I mean, what's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here, Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans! This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all thirty-two Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe. That's B L E A V on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. It's always football season wherever you listen. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real. Because just business is better business. Visit JustCapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Everyone is prideful when it comes to their their time. Yep. Music, sports. Everyone's prideful in their generation. So no no surprise here that is going on with JJ Reddick and, and some of the older um you know, sports analysts and, and media guys. It's it's good entertainment though for sure. But yeah, I'm not I'm not on board with JJ when he when it comes to some of the physicality. Um that's being played versus the physicality of before. Dominic is right. Yeah, Dominic, and, and Dominic is not one of those guys that hates on the younger generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he stays in his own lane. I mean, he's out here judging dunk contests. I mean, he don't throw shade on any of the young players at all. But J.J. was asking for it. We'll come back. Final segment here with Josh and Swain. We have the power pole coming up and then sports talk taking over at 3 o'clock. Our final segment right here at Frazier's Carpet One on 99.1, the sports animal. Final segment here for Josh and Swain. Thanks for hanging out today. Beautiful day here in East Tennessee. Sports Talk will take over coming up at 3 o'clock. We've had a great time at Frazier's Carpet One with great savings opportunities for you right now. With the Wham Dougal savings they have, you can take advantage of deals with carpet, hardwood, ceramic, luxury vinyl tile, or any other floor covering. Frazier's will take care of you, a locally owned and operated company. Take advantage of the lifetime installation guarantee that comes when you call Frazier's. 
Call Frazier's at 546-4850, 546-4850. We have used Frazier's at my home. They've helped us with flooring, with uh, rugs that we've needed. They can help you as well. The phone number again for Frazier's, 546-4850. Swain, uh, big one for the Lady Vols tonight. It will not be an easy one, but 7 o'clock, Thompson Bowling Arena, South Carolina is in town to take on the Lady Vols with two games to go in the regular season. The Lady Vols will finish up uh, at Kentucky this weekend in Lexington. So South Carolina, top team, top program currently in the country in Knoxville. Yeah, they're they're the standard right now, right? They are the dynasty, and um, it's hard to look at Don Staley's program and have any will towards Don Staley. It's easy to dislike Geno, but Don has been – complimentary of, of Tennessee women's basketball and respectful and um, she's owed a lot of her success to Pat Summit and the groundwork that she has laid for the game of, of women's basketball and so um, it's, it's it's really hard to root against Don Staley but we're doing that tonight because uh, they're coming in here facing our Lady Vols and I mean Lady Vols they have a tough task because South Carolina is the best team in the country. they undefeated. They don't have a lot of weaknesses. Um, they have the personnel. Physically, they've dominated teams in the paint. Defensively, they're long and athletic. Uh, they do, do a great job, and they're deep, too. Um, they are the standard. Everyone, everyone wants to play in South Carolina or, or, or UConn right now, so it's going to be a tall task. And we mentioned it earlier. It's going to take some, um, some three-point shots. On the outside, it's normally don't make. It's going to take rebounding better than ever. And most important thing is taking care of that basketball. That's kind of been the bugaboo for Tennessee over the last couple of seasons, especially this this season. So, uh, Rakia Jackson will have to have an all-star performance. You look at Jordan Horses, she, she's going to have to have an all-star performance. You need your best players playing the best tonight. So tonight, Tennessee, the Lady Vols at home against South Carolina. If you want to go back and listen to any of the show, you can search Josh and Swain anywhere you listen to podcasts. That includes our WNML app, also Apple, Spotify, whatever podcast platform you use, you can find Josh and Swain. At the start of the 1 o'clock hour, we talked to Alan Bell of Sportsline, and uh, it's a top headline at ESPN. Aaron Rodgers has finished his uh, four-day darkness retreat, so around the NFL, we can put the jokes over to the side there will be a question what's he going to do next year and it seems right now the most likely options there are three green bay the new york jets or retirement but that's one of the big questions around the nfl what will happen this offseason and jordan love would probably like an answer there with aaron Rodgers. just do something man i mean he's done this every year over the last couple of years so brett farvish just make a decision so that way we can go cover something else. The Jets would be fun for him playing another team. That would be fun to kind of see the impact that he would make. I mean, seeing him play with the Raiders would be pretty fun. The Jets would be pretty fun. Um, But just make a decision, man. Goodness gracious. John Wilkerson joins us. John, are you ready for, what would it be, the 2035 offseason? We are debating what will happen with Jordan Love. Does he retire? Does he return for another season in Green Bay? Does he go play for the New York Jets? Uh, it's, it's every 15 to 20 years. That's right. And uh, and I, I'm just, I'll wait for him to emerge from the darkness uh, with his mind made up and his decision made. So, 
it's a whole new way. I mean, we've, we've talked about the decision for years and years. This is a new one, isn't it? The dark decision. <laughs> ah, yes. Yeah, there, there's a film that could be produced, uh, which may end up uh, being done by the end. We are almost done here with Josh and Swain. Sports Talk taking over at 3 o'clock. Before we wrap things up, let's hit today's power poll. Captain, we're losing power on the warp engine. Nuclear power pants. What's up? I'm Kenny Powers. You don't know the power of the dark side. I have the power! With great power comes great responsibility. Full power, Mr. Scott. All righty, John. The Power Poll every day is presented by Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union. We're talking NBA back in action tonight. Number of players facing pressure. There'll be all the scrutiny. Top five players facing the most pressure to win a title this season. Would you like to lead us off with your list? Why, sure. At number five, and it's primarily because they were the runners-up last year, I'm going to go with Jason Tatum and the Celtics. Uh, I don't think it's great pressure, but again, I think the expectation is there. Uh, I would say it's also kind of reserved, but he's so good. At some point, you know, he's going to break through. I'm going to put Luca at number four. At number three, simply for the fact that the pressure is always there. That's where I'll put LeBron. At number two, the Joker and company. It's time that they put together a run in the playoffs. And number one, as always, when it comes to winning a title, it's Chris Paul. Jason Swain, top five NBA players facing the most pressure to win a title this season. Yeah, number five, I'm going with Kevin Durant. You know, he's in a position to to win it with the Suns. And a lot of people gave him a lot of flack for leaving uh, OKC to join the team that knocked him out the year previously to already join a dynasty. So, yes, he's a two-time champion, uh, but people want to see him win it uh, on his his own. Um, So he's number five. Number four is the Joker, Nikolai Jokic, because he's about to be a three-time MVP, man. I mean, think about when Michael Jordan was uh, dominating the league uh, early in his career before winning a championship, and that was the one thing that was the monkey on his back, you know, losing to the Pistons. He finally gets to the finals, beat the Lakers, and just that that relief of pressure off of his back. So I'm putting Jokic in that same category. He's going to be a three-time MVP, so it's about time for him to get to the show and win one. Uh, Number three, James Harden, who asked out Houston, asked out of the Nets, and now he's with the 76ers, and that's it. They're a good team. Uh, He has not been himself. He's gained a bunch of weight, lost that weight. He looks really good right now, but, man, he has to win. I think there's a lot of pressure on James Harden, so he's number three. Jason Tatum is number two. He's a guy that was a uh, All-Star Game MVP last year in the finals. He disappeared. He was not good at all. And I remember when LeBron went to Miami and they lost to the Mavericks. There's a lot of criticism with LeBron and how he played in the finals and deferred and shrunk in the big moments. Jason Tatum shrunk in the big moments against the Warriors. They're the best team in the in the, in the league right now. It's the best record. He, I think, is under the most pressure other than Chris Paul, who is under the most pressure because his time is winding down, and now he has Kevin Durant. And so Chris Paul's number one for me, too. Number five on my list, I have a split. They're teammates, Embiid and Harden. They'll both face 
a ton of pressure, I think, for different reasons. Embiid trying to, to show that he is among the best of the best right now. Got to have the title with it. Harden kind of slipping away from that conversation, but we know his postseason history. I have Jason Tatum at number four. I have Jokic number three. Uh, I just I just went with two Suns at two and one. Chris Paul at number two. Kevin Durant number one, because if the Suns wow. don't win, then I think people will say, see, those titles just got him with the Warriors. Can't get it done. Chris Paul, I put number two instead of number one because he's from the class of 03. That is the Power Poll. It is presented by Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union, your less red tape banking alternative. The class of 03, unfortunately, I mean, it is what it is, 20 years ago now at this point. Hey, John, what's coming up next on Sports Talk? Glad to see that you've got his back. Everybody's got his back. Uh, Well, today... (laughs) <laughs> it's a, an accelerated program, as you talked about. Tennessee, the Lady Balls taking on South Carolina. Game tips off shortly after 7. Coverage will begin at 6.30, so it will be a bit of an accelerated program. Uh, we have a lot coming your way. Uh, we'll be here at Powell's Personal Auto Locator Service right here off Callahan Drive. Always fun being out here, but we look forward to uh, being joined by Mike Murray, President GM of the Ice Bears. He'll join us for Slap Shots at 4.30. Brent Hubs will be along for his weekly visit. That'll be at, from 5 until 6. We'll get a preview of the Lady Balls against South Carolina from the head coach of the Lady Balls, Kelly Harper. And we'll also have post-game reaction from Tony Vitello as the uh, volunteers did a number on Alabama A&M yesterday, 23-1. to And, Josh, before I go, I do have to ask you this question. Yes. Uh, tell me, what do vegan zombies crave? <laughs> I don't know, John. What do vegan zombies crave? Grains. <laughs> John, the delivery was spot on. That's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> and a perfect, oh, good. a perfect way to end the show. That means Sports Talk is ready. John, we'll let you finish getting ready and look forward to the show in just a few minutes. Swain, Josh, you guys have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, John. He's here all afternoon, everybody. Swain, thank you. We'll, uh, we'll get ready for a big weekend tomorrow starting at 12 o'clock. Let's do it, man. Ooh, John, I don't know about that one. Our guy, Jay Lyford, our guy right here. Thank you. Great job engineering as always. And Riley Thomas producing. We appreciate you. We appreciate you hanging out with us. We'll see you tomorrow at 12 o'clock on Josh and Swain. Thanks to Frazier's Carpet One for hosting us today here on 99.1, the sports animal. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's always football season, wherever you listen.